Hello and welcome to Tully Travels Podcast. Hello everyone and welcome to day 20 of the podcast and getting across USA. Um, it was a big, busy enough day. So uh, I woke up quite early in my host's house, uh, Kaylee and Lee Pettijohn in Herman. Two lovely people, uh, three or four kids, and um, they kind of homeschool them and they mind other kids as well. So uh, they're good down-to-earth, honest people. They run like B&Bs or lodges. I think they have about 11 or 12 of them, they said. Um, so that's kind of their, their business. They're all kind of dotted around uh, here, here, Heyman. Because uh, I'd be touristy enough. It's a town of about 2,300 people. So um, it relies heavily on tourism. And it's big for vineyards. So uh, that was the crack there. Uh, Kaylee made me lovely breakfast and sent me off with these chocolate chip pancakes. Jesus, only for them. They kind of came in very handy throughout the day. So I hit the road and uh, I got back onto the KG Trail within like 10 or 15 minutes and then I was on it for the day. Grand, you know, the first hour or two and then um, it kind of just got a bit monotonous after that. Um, so I was stopping and eating along the way and I was meeting other cyclists and then I, I met four people three women and a man they were all heading well two of them were heading to St. Louis three of them sorry were heading to St. Louis and one man was heading to he just said the east coast so I'm presuming Washington maybe or somewhere along there but I uh, stood and chat with them and it was lovely they were a nice bit older now than me but um, it's great to see you know Cycling is for everyone, no matter what the age. Um, so, kind of, I was in Portland, was the area. So, um, relaxed there for a few minutes and mosey on again. And then I'd uh, be coming and going, meeting people and just throwing up the hand. And then, um, to be honest with you, there wasn't really much to report. Um, I was just kind of thinking about different things and thinking about, you know, Kansas and next week in Kansas and what route to take. Do I go the north route to Kansas or the south route? And what if there's wind and all this? Um, and then I never knew I had a family in Colorado. And I got an email from someone saying that we're a distant cousin. And if you're passing, we'd love to meet you. So that was nice. People are starting to come out of the woodwork more and more. So um, something else I suppose to look forward to, closer I get to, to Colorado. Um, then I got to a place called Jefferson and I was absolutely starved. Um, when you're on these trails, you know, they can be soft enough, it's hard to maintain speed and they're very energy zapping. So stopped uh, just outside Jefferson and I went to this like wine bar restaurant like it was far too fancy for me to be in with my shorts and my bike but anyways I went in and got a bit of lunch and uh, Jesus was lovely had a bit of dessert and all and then um, the temperature dropped all of a sudden it was hanging around 20 degrees celsius most of the day and I went down to about 8 in the space of like 20 minutes so I layered up and it was kind of working and then the rain landed and even though it wasn't heavy but it was constant just like spits 
So I got on the bike again and back on the trail and you know within maybe 20 minutes I'm destroyed from the dust and the dirt so was the bike and it was getting very soggy the trail and uh, if it was hard before it was even harder now so um kind of kept going but I stopped loads and I still you know I'm up 50 kilometers to go and Jesus took forever stopped again at another sort of horse place and went to the toilet and got a bit of water and met three other cyclists two women and a man and I can't tell you their names but their names all begin with M so I don't know Mike, Michelle and Mary I think they were called her chatting away to them they were sound and then I just was like oh, I just need to get on and get this day over with so I was in um, communicating to me host and just saying you know I'm going to be I'm aiming for this time I'm hoping you know it won't be much later and that was fine it was all hunky dory but I had to come off this Katy trail to get into Colombia and uh, the road it was an off road and road loose trippings everywhere it's it's hard to cycle in that as well and there was a few little hills and I was bet now at this stage but um, eventually got to it and I landed to my host's house and um, yeah I thought thank god this day is over Um, the next bit now what I'm about to say it's not to put anyone down or anything but just after a long day and I was wet and I was cold and I was tired um, I was like oh jeez so landed to the house and did like a back porch area and did a chicken coop so never paid much heed of it and then in any way to the house did two little dogs you know the tiny little dogs that you'd fit in your your handbag or your pocket the going mad as usual you know just decided a new person you know, all this and then we got into the living room and were the chickens like in a coop in the living room so obviously there's a bit of a smell or whatnot. I was like gee this is a bit different so um, I went up to the room all good and then I went for a shower and as I got out of the shower um, you know I was drying myself and putting my clothes on and I was putting on a pair of socks but the floor was very sticky in the toilet and I, I kind of just like twigged it and I thought oh just that's weird anyway went upstairs and then I came down and then obviously I was just chatting to my two hosts lovely people do you know really sound um but then the host, one of them said, oh, I forgot to give you a mat. The dog's always pissing shit on the, the bathroom floor. So now, after hearing this, I thought, oh, gee, that's what all that stickiness was, you know. Um, so naturally, you can't go saying anything or insulting people or thing, but um, I thought, oh, that's a bit, a bit rank now, you know. Um, so we chatted for a little bit, and then one of the hosts decides to take the chickens out of their coop and just have them walking around the living room and go playing with them. I am not joking when I say they started shitting, shitting everywhere. Like, those dots of, like, kitchen paper just dotted throughout the floor where they were all pooing everywhere. Like, they're only three or four months old, like, these tricks, so they're small. And I thought, what is going on, like... You know, 
So I took myself to bed. I said, I just need to get away from this. So went to bed very early. It was about half nine and just, you know, played a bit on my phone and I was kind of just the reddened in the next day because I knew it was going to be big mileage. But um, I was like, I'm going to get up early and leave. So set the alarm for 5 a.m. But obviously I snoozed and I snoozed and I snoozed. Um, so I'm actually recording this podcast on the morning of day 21. Ended up leaving only after 8 o'clock. Uh, very tired and just uh, slightly drained. But um going to motor on. The day is looking good. I have plenty of food bought with me. And I'm going to get to where I'm staying tonight. But um, yeah, it just goes to show that it's so different everywhere you go and each to their own and all that but um yeah the chickens and the hogs and them shitting all over the place <laughs> i thought this is a good one like but um one thing though i did have time to think about yesterday was when it was raining i didn't meet too many cyclists everyone kind of had pulled in so i i just like to think i have to keep going i just need to get there quick and you know the day's over i met maybe about two or three cyclists majority of people now I'm meeting on these trails are a lot older than me you know they've probably had a good career and a family raised and now you know it's a bit of downtime so they're only doing you know from we'll say Kansas to St. Louis you know like two or three hundred miles over a week or two weeks whereas I'm trying to get across the whole country I was just kind of weighing up and thinking because there was a bit of a low point am I daft doing what I'm doing at my age, you know, or am I right? So I, I kind of started to question the whole trip a bit, like, should I be, you know, in a job, just work, 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 get money, get a house, you know, get a family, or am I right in doing it now so then when I get to that age I can relax, you know, maybe do this small cycles as well like people are doing now. So uh, I just thought it was an interesting thing to think about and um, yeah no God knows it's, it's mad you know when you're a bit dehydrated and hungry what the, the mind does go thinking about but anyways don't, we won't be getting too deep anyway but um, thanks for listening everyone that's all from me on this episode um, coming up next is though I interviewed my host in St. Louis, Sean Lowry, an absolute gentleman uh, who showed me around St. Louis when I arrived and helped me with a route and everything like that. So, a really, really good guy, and you can listen to what he had to say here. Hello, and welcome everyone back to another episode of Tully Travels. I'm joined by another guest. I'm with Sean Lowry from St. Louis, who's my Warm Showers host. Sean, you're very welcome to the pod. Thank you. Uh, thanks for having me. And thanks for hosting me. Um, since I arrived in St. Louis, it's been great. You came and collected me at the McKinley Park Bridge and uh, took me around the city, so it was it was great. Um, I might start first, Sean. How are you today? I'm doing wonderful. Thanks, Ed. Uh, i got a cup of coffee and a good friend so i'm doing all right good man i know the sun is shining here this morning in st louis so we're doing okay um being from st louis sean do you mind telling us what it was like maybe growing up uh here and 
uh, and speak about it right up to right now, I suppose. Sure. Uh, so I grew up in a very working class suburb. Uh, dad was just um, a maintenance man. Mom just worked at like an office and it was just a very normal uh, suburban American existence. Um, nothing too exciting there. And then um, in my early 20s, I moved to the city of St. Louis proper, which is, that's Hank, the dog. Uh, that's a pretty big distinction, you know, uh, suburbs to an urban area. I actually moved to the north side of town, which is, um, St. Louis is a very segregated city and the north side of town is uh, primarily the African-American part of town, but it was really lovely. I loved it up there and then um, due to some circumstances with friends moving away, I had to find my own way and I ended up uh, buying a house on the lovely south side of town, which is um, a little bit more uh, racially diverse and I love it here. I've been there almost a decade and it's great. Jeez, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it, well, I like the area so far as we were coming through. It's nice and quiet, it's nice and clean. People are very friendly here. It's great. And of course, uh, when we arrived, we actually went out last night and there's an Irish bar walking distance. So it's We were able to stagger back. So. Yeah, yeah, we just about. <laughs> Good man. Um, do you mind telling us what you do for work? Sure. I sure. work for uh, Habitat for Humanity, which uh, some of you may be familiar with. We build uh, homes for individuals who are previously living in substandard housing. Uh, they purchase the home same as anyone would, uh, but it's a profit-free mortgage and uh, we do the best to help them stay in their home and, uh, you know, just sort of a leg up from there, you know. Yeah, no, you were telling me about it and it seems like a great thing, you know, like affordable housing and, mm -hmm. you know, they're hard come by nowadays, the houses, but... Um, do you mind telling us, uh, Sean, how much of America you've seen and how many states you've visited? Oh, geez. Uh, <laughs> not, not enough. Uh, I've, I've been to passing through uh, parts of the East Coast, all through the South. Uh, of course, I live in the Midwest, so I've seen most of the Midwest. Uh, I haven't been to many of the Rocky Mountain states. Uh, I have been to California and Oregon, and uh, but I really have missed out on Montana. I would say in Alaska and Hawaii are some of the states I've been. But you know, a good I passed through a good chunk, and uh, just because we sometimes have to drive everywhere, you Dude, know. Yeah, it's a it's a big country to be getting around. Um, do you have any place? Our favorite place in general, other than St. Louis? Uh, you know, uh, I would have to say where Kylie, uh, her, my girlfriend Kylie's grandparents uh, live in Carmel-by-the-Sea. A really lovely little, uh, it's compared to St. Louis, very, very uh, bougie. But, you know, uh, lots of wealth there, but an incredibly beautiful place. Uh, it was an artist enclave when it started out, but now it's become sort of a playground for the rich uh, as, as it happens, but it's a beautiful coastal city just south of uh, San Francisco. Nice. Nice. So, yeah, between San Fran and Los Angeles. Yes. Yeah. Oh, perfect. Um, and Sean, with a name like Sean Lowry, <laughs> Surely you have to have a bit of Irish in you. Uh, at least three quarters, probably. Uh, you know, 
we have been in this country, it seems a long time, so I can't really tell you when uh, folks came over, but uh, definitely did the 23andMe, and I'm about 99% Irish and uh, uh, British, what have you, you know. Yeah, a good mix. Um, have you any plans to visit Ireland? Well, uh, as long as you host me, I certainly will now. Oh, you know? perfect. You're, <laughs> you're always welcome. You're always welcome. Um Sports, sport is a big thing here in America, Definitely. Sean. You know, there's something for every season, be it basketball, football, baseball, mm-hmm. hockey. Um, what are your teams or what, what sports do you follow? Sure. So uh, in St. Louis, we are pretty much required to uh, follow the Cardinals. It's basically our uh, religion here, you know. It's baseball, right? Baseball. Yeah. Uh, they've been here forever. They're perennially good. Uh, so we sort of have to do that. We're a little sore about the NFL because we had a terrible owner who was all about the money and moved uh, the football team from here to Los Angeles. Uh, And that's the second football team that we've lost over the years and we'll probably never get another one again, but who needs them, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, We recently got an MLS team, uh, which has been a huge boon both to the economy and to sort of our uh, personal pride. if you remember the 1950-something World Cup where the Americans played uh, England, five guys from St. Louis surprised England and beat them, and that's sort of our claim to fame. Uh, we've always been a soccer city, just never had uh, a soccer team, as it were, on the, the highest professional level in America anyway, and now we do. So we're in uh, second place right now with... Uh, first year team and people were very surprised well that's great to hear yeah you know it's it's broadening out from baseball and it's good to have something else to, to fall back on um what's uh, a famous or a fun fact you have about st louis oh geez um i don't know i would say the most fun fact is just don't always believe what you read about us like we're a really lovely place that certainly has its problems uh like anywhere but uh you know we're a hidden gem you know you sure are i, I was pleasantly surprised when I, when i landed and how friendly people are and it's a nice little compact city as well and easy to get around um have you any favorite memories on in your life to date or a day that sticks out in your mind that you'd like to share with us mm. Uh, I think one of my favorite memories, and you can maybe relate to this because you did the reverse of what I did, uh, on the uh, CNO trail when you go through the big, well, I went through a big long tunnel and then you come out and you have this huge vista in front of you, then you go down this giant hill and it was just uh, a really amazing thing once you cross over the Eastern Continental Divide and you feel like you've made it uh, and it, I'll just never forget uh, that, that vista and that scene. Yeah, I know the one you're on about. I think it's the Big Savage Tunnel. Yes. Uh, it goes on forever, but uh, yeah, when you get out the other side of it, it's it's a good feeling. It's a good feeling. Um, John, do, do you have any advice to someone that's listening that's maybe never been to St. Louis and they're thinking about coming here for a visit sure. or to move? What would you tell them? Uh, I would say just go for a walk. You know, there's tons of beautiful buildings to uh, see, tons of... Uh, mm, good enough food you know we're not necessarily a food destination but uh you know uh we are definitely an architectural destination and everyone here is going to be very friendly and 
yeah, just don't skip, you know, we're, we are in flyover country, but don't skip over us. You know, there's there's a lot to be had. Sure is, sure is. And Sean, maybe just to end, have you any final words or pieces of advice in general to live by? Yeah, you know, I think um, if uh, maybe you're on the fence about doing something, just think, you know, just go ahead and do it and you can at least say you tried, you know. Yeah, you don't know if you don't try, as yep. say. Yeah. Well, Sean, thanks for talking to me. It was great meeting you, and thanks for hosting me. Oh, absolutely wonderful. The same.